Well, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can I Have a Word with You, where we take a single word or a phrase, and we think about it, we talk about it, we align a, a, a scripture with it, and then we say, what does it mean? What are the struggles? What's the messiness in this word? And how, though, can we step forward? And how can we do something just by taking the power of a single word to possibly change our words, change our mindset, and ultimately change our behavior, our results, and our outcomes, all for you know, the glory of being the person that God's intended us to be. Mm -hmm. So Bruce Pulver, author Above the Chatter, Our Words Matter, proud co-host with Heather Carter on this amazing day that we're going to record. So Heather, how are you today? And um, it's great to see you. Yeah, well, I'm doing good. I'm at a new location today. I have a office. Um, my real estate office is out of, we have a uh, spot in a little town outside of Springfield. So I'm here working today. No one is really ever here. So sometimes I like to be here on site in case someone walks in, but it's also a good chance to do stuff like this and um, be somewhere different. So awesome. Well, you know, last week I, we kind of did, uh, did one on my own. You had some things that you were doing and, you know, they're kind of fun sometimes to do is on our own, but, uh, it's always good to get the ba the banter, the back and forth mm -hmm. of what a, what a word might mean to us. And, uh, we landed on a specific word today, uh, that was on my heart last week. And it was the word being sturdy. And, uh, you know, there's another kind of a slang phrase that came with that. I think it was when I was getting ready to do laundry or something. It was sturdy. It's dirty, but oh. it's sturdy. So I kind of back and forth. That's kind of the way my mind works with words. And, you know, it, it, it really meant a lot of different things to me. Um, you know, am I sturdy? What does it take to become sturdy? Why do we need some sense of sturdiness in our life? You know, what happens when we don't have it? What sort of, guidance should we look for in creating a life that has more sturdiness to it so that's sort of where i was thinking when i was coming up with that word because i do think it's important to be pliable and flexible but at the same time not just blown over and sort of without a rudder in life mm -hmm. yeah i was looking through uh what you wrote after each letter in our little acrostic there so i think we should just go through each one because you know, sometimes we have an overarching theme that, I don't know, it's kind of almost the same thing as you go through and then we can unpack the word at the end. But this one has, I think, some different nuances to each yeah. okay. uh, phrase there that might lend itself to unpacking it in a little different way. Well, I'll start with a verse and I'll break it down. And I think you've got one that you want to bring that has relevance as well. So why don't we do that? So for me, you know, my, my life verse that that helps me reinforce. And I, I think about it, putting the braces on and, and, you know, kind of saddling up and making life a, is stronger is Proverbs three, five, and six with all your heart, you must trust in the Lord and not on your own judgment. Well, hello, Bruce. Maybe that's something that's causes me to be in the ditch sometime when I say, no, it's all about my judgment. And I know what to do here. Mm -hmm. Always let him lead you and he will clear the road for you to follow. And, you know, my other visual that I think we've talked about is just that gravel path and, you know, walking side by side, hand in hand with Jesus. And just I knowing that God is in charge of laying the gravel on that path. So mm -hmm. for me, that's what sturdy 
kind of represents is, is, is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And, and as I wrote the word sturdy, and if you're, this is your first time being on this crazy podcast of can I have a word with you, we take a word, we break it down vertically, we just look at the letters of the word and say, how can we extract the conversation, extract some meaning of the word, maybe banter a little bit about maybe differences in what that might mean. And then when we leave, what can we take? What can folks take from the word? And so for me, sturdy was a solid base and grounding. Like that might be rules of the game. That might be as, as how you bring your children up and raise them with certain values and guidelines and behaviors and do's and don'ts and that sort of thing. So that was my S was solid base and grounding. Yeah, I was thinking about that because you know we were talking earlier, you and I were about um, real estate stuff, which has kind of been an overarching <laughs> consistent theme for me over the last few weeks, a lot, stuff, a lot of stuff going on. But one of the things that, you know, as I'm showing houses that we comment on a lot is, you know, especially if the house might not be as cute as they wish it was, you know, we'll say, well, you know, it has good bones or it's, you know, it's a solid house. It's solid. <laughs> and basically, and then a lot of times that's true. Like it may not be adorable yet. It may not be up, upgraded and updated yet, but it's got good bones. It's solid. There's a good base. We can, and you can build on that. You know, if you just, the cosmetic stuff can come later, but you need a house that is solid. And I've been in plenty of houses that are adorable and people miss the fact that there's a lot of janky things about it, or maybe that's not on a good foundation. Um, and so I think that is important for something to be sturdy in our faith and in our families that we need to build it on a solid foundation. Of, you know, and we believe that that's Jesus yes, <laughs> and what he wants for our life. Absolutely. So a starting point, maybe it's like mm -hmm. the foundation. The T is the life tests will come. So just because we have a strong foundation doesn't mean the weather's not going to hit it, right? You put the footers in on a fence, get them nice and strong. You put the fence up. That doesn't mean that it will not be exposed to the elements. So mm -hmm. I think in being sturdy, you know, you think about it sometimes. You look at, um, I don't know, let's maybe use a football analogy. You look at that offensive line that's there to protect the quarterback when he or she, he comes back to, you know, throw a pass. Well, they have to kind of lean into that and they have to expect that those other opponents are going to want to, you know, tackle that quarterback. So they're ready for it. But I think a lot of times being sturdy, we're not always ready for what hits us. Like we're not braced for it. Those, those bam moments or that, that, those, those, you know, woe is me pop possibilities. Right. So I think having a foundation allows us sometimes to I don't say counterpunch, but okay, now that the, the, the winds have come through, we didn't expect them, what do we need to do to, to re-fortify? So that's really what I was meaning by the life tests will come, especially those that are unexpected. Mm -hmm. Well, I like actually, maybe you can read the next two because those, to me, those three kind of go together pretty well. Um, yeah. You have the U is usually unexpected. Right. And then the R is ready for the storms. That's right. And yeah. then all three kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's it's one of those things where life is going to happen. 
We're not going to necessarily know what those things are. Yeah, we plan for them. We work for, you know, we set our goals, we go after them, we stay focused, et cetera. Yet there's that, there's always that bump. It didn't, you know, doesn't like, I think it, who was it that said, uh, life's great to have a plan until you get punched in the face. Mike Tyson, right? Everybody has a plan until that first punch. So that's sort of what those three letters come. The tests will come. They're usually unexpected. And are we ready for those storms? So the D, I think I want to hand that over to you after I say what this is. Does oh, wait. Your... wait, no, I have some things to oh. say on those other ones. Yeah, go bring it. Yeah. So um, in Springfield, we've had in this whole area, we've had some really major storms in the last month or so, I'd say maybe two months. We've had multiple houses in one of the outlying towns with hail damage that have ruined roofs like roofers. If you're a roofer, listen to me, come to Springfield. We need you to come and repair some some roofs. And as a realtor, you know, you're kind of laying in bed at night thinking through your listings and your pendings to think, oh, my gosh, you know, what's happening to that roof right now when this hail is coming? We've had like softball size hail that has shredded the area. So um, I was talking with another realtor the other day and he was filling out insurance forms. And I said, what are you doing? He said, well, my car is ruined. There's about 100 dents in my car. And then I, I need a new roof, I need new siding, I need new screens. And one of the things he said was, so it had happened that we'd had three different storms in this area that all produced this terrible hail. So every time it would happen, people thought, well, surely you know, it's never done this before. It's not gonna do it again and it would do it again. And that happened two or three times. And he said he actually left his truck in the driveway and went on vacation and was like, eh, you know, we've just had two major storms. What's going to happen? And he sat there on his nest screen watching his car just get pulverized <laughs> and ruined by hail. And I guess I think of that because, you know, when I had leukemia, I remember I had this misconception that, oh, this really big bad thing happened. So like I've been there, I've done that, I survived. So now things should be easy after that. I, like, I sh like, I don't deserve anything more. I already did something really hard. And how many of us go through our lives thinking like we just did, we just had the worst year of our lives and it just keeps coming. How can this, you know, I just got sick. I just had cancer and now there's addiction in my family. And then, then my father-in-law dies and God, seriously, what is, you know, is this just going to keep coming? And one of the things that God really taught me over the last few years is that I, it sounds simplistic, but life happens, things happen. It's what we do with those things, how we let God redeem those things that matter. Mm. So that's a long story, I know, but hopefully yeah. you can kind of get in people's minds that we can be prepared and we prepare our hearts and our minds. You know, like I always say, you can't cram for serenity. You got to you got to work at it daily so that when the storms come and they will, and sometimes they'll come back to back to back to back, like these Chatham storms, are you, you still can be ready in your spirit for what's coming because unfortunately life just comes. Yeah. You know, there's in all of what I heard you say, one word that jumped out at me was choice. Mm -hmm. And we, I think have to have to learn about that there are choices as to how we perceive, how we proceed, 
how we look at situations as a lesson or, you know, I, I often I'll say a, a woe is me or a wow is me. And, and I'm not saying that a tragedy should be, wow, look what that's so awesome that happened to me. But, but there is some sense of it's testing what my foundation is, or it's showing me my foundation has some areas to be sturdied up, if that's a way of saying sturdy. Um, and it's an opportunity for us to grow closer in our faith, lean more on our faith, facing anything insurmountable, trust him is my acrostic for faith. And I, I um, never want this to sound like, hey, you know, look for bad stuff or, you know, mm -hmm. step out of the way and feel lucky. I'm saying that when those things happen, we have choices, whether for me it's job loss multiple times, whether it's, you know, loss of a child, which we had in between Peyton and Emily, um, you know, it, it's like, which way do you want to go? But it's not just an innate, natural thing. I think it's like you said, you can't just cram for serenity. You can't cram for gratitude. It's it's through the difficulties that we can choose to, you know, cultivate, tend to that part of the garden, fertilize that. Why? Because we're also going to have a neighbor or a classmate or someone at church or someone at work that's going to get that three hailstorms after you did, or that's going to get that diagnosis after you did. And I think God wants us there to help them. So how do we choose to go through something because it will be used again? Yeah. Well, like the, you know, it's a Bible verse, but also a kid's song about, you know, the wise man built his house upon the rock and the rains came down. And that's what, that's the part we play in life is that we invest ourselves in building our house, building our, security our sturdiness comes from building it on jesus and on that rock that will hold firm you know i remember reading a quote in one of my daily readings recently you know it's like god has his part and we have ours and our part is to show up every day and do the reading and do the praying and surrendering fly after me in here <laughs> um but in my daily reading thing, it said, basic, the little quote was, trust in God, but tie your camel to a tree. Basically like, yeah, trust in God, but, you know, put your car in the garage <laughs> when you go on vacation. That's your part. You can do that. There are things we can do. And then there's things that, only, you know, there are most things only God can do, but we have a part to play. And it's, you know, put your car in the garage, show up, get up in the morning, do your reading, do some praying acknowledge your day and give it to God before you go and all those things. So hundred percent. Yeah. You want to get fit. Yeah. Get, like do don't worry action. about it. Get your butt out of bed and go to the gym. You know, God yeah. probably he'll help you, but you got to do something. Absolutely. So we'll go, we'll go to the why then we've gotten, we've gotten through S T U R D stirred. <laughs> e or the why is yes, it is with my faith. So when you talk about, um, you know, does your anchor hold is the D. I think we didn't get to that. And then, yes, it's with my faith. You know, the anchor. What did we anchor to? And um, I know you've got some thoughts on that. Yes, I was saying today, I just one of the reasons I am at this other office is because it's very quiet. There's no people here and uh, no distract. More importantly, no distractions for me. I don't look across my house and think, oh, my gosh. 
I really need to start that laundry or I really should reorganize that drawer. I can find all kinds of reasons to be distracted. So this, there's nothing here that I can do to distract myself. And um, so I'm writing and working on a talk I'm giving in a few weeks at a women's retreat. And it's um, the basis for this women's retreat is Hebrews 6, 19. And it says, um, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. And that is just our salvation, our hope in Jesus, that he's going to get us through what we need, whatever it is we need to go through. So, um, yeah, I think that was an accident that I looked that up. What, what the, I hadn't read, read what you had written yet. And so I looked it up. I was like, <gasps> kind of gives me. So that little twilight zone feeling, you know, like dee 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 dee. Kind of fit. Yeah, you know, it's it's difficult to always be sturdy. You know, it's that from a guy's perspective, it's that, you know, I'm the tough guy. I got the answer. I can lift that. I'll get that out of the way. I'll fix this problem. For me, I learned the hard way, plumbing and electric. I'm not the guy. I don't mm -hmm. be sturdy around plumbing and electric because those aren't things that I have a skill at, right? Mm -hmm. Um and it takes some time to, to develop those kinds of awarenesses. But, you know, trying to develop a sturdy foundation on our own is there's limits. Like, mm -hmm. you know, without, for me, without God leading it, uh, I felt, I've, I have felt so much more sturdy, not in that I have the answers, but that I have less worry, anxiety, mm -hmm. and stress when I know now more so, and I lean more so into, I'm not doing this alone. God has a bigger plan for me than I can even imagine. Have faith in that. Trust that. That's where kind of the, you know, the nails go into the, the foundation. The nails go into mm -hmm. to, to make the boards hold up. Um, it, it's an active step that takes some growth and takes time and setbacks and all those kinds of things. But, man, there's no better, no other journey I, I want to be on. No. And if we trust, you know, trusting in God and his plan for us and that if we are surrendered to him that it's he will i love it you know he will work all things out for our good that doesn't mean that we can do all things that means that all the things that he has for us to do will work out yes for our good but that um i remember oswald chambers is an author i read a lot and he talks about how you know sometimes you ask a person, you know, how they're doing. And they say, or a Christian person, how they're doing. And they'll say, oh, you know, I'm good under the circumstances. And he says, what in the world is a Christian doing under the circumstances? Yeah. And that's what I picture sturdy is, is like under or in all circumstances, we're sturdy, that our faith is solid, mm -hmm. even when things around us can sometimes look like a hot mess. And we are completely out of our element are out of control that trusting that God is in control is what sturdy looks like to me. And that's, that's growth, right? That's mm -hmm. day in, day out. That's not a, a flip that we, a switch that we flip, at least for me, it's something that I, I feel like the, 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 the faith is a muscle that <laughs> has to be exercised. Mm -hmm. And, and um, I'm just finding the more I lean on it, there's no other way to lean. And because he's created opportunities in up in places where the storm felt really bad, he's carried me through them and just, you got to ask him to guide you and then listen and just pay attention, right? Concentration and focus 
to me, one of my golf instructors said, concentration and focus will make you tighten up. He said the real key to playing golf well is to pay attention. What's the wind doing? Um, you know, is the ball going to fly as far because of the humidity? Um, what's the carry that you need to hit the ball by yardage? Have that information exactly in your mind. Pay attention to what's going on around you. And that, I think, has a parallel to our faith. It's just paying attention and stepping in. Mm -hmm. oh, good word. Wow. So we broke down sturdy. We'll say it one more time and then we'll take everybody out. Sturdy, solid base and grounding. T, the life tests will come. You, usually unexpected, are ready for the storms. D, does your anchor hold? And that verse again was? Hebrews 6.19. Fantastic. We'll put that in the show notes. And the why mm -hmm. is, yes, it is with my faith. So, this was a sturdy conversation. I enjoyed going back and forth on this one, Heather. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I needed this one today. I've been feeling not so sturdy, so this is good. Well, it's also good to maybe lean on someone else that you're close mm -hmm. to to help you kind of reinforce while you're uh, building building on your sturdiness. So, mm -hmm. so to get in touch with Heather, you can reach her at heathercarterwrites.com. Uh, her two books are there. You can reach out to her for speaking engagements. She we both take the content out of these podcasts and build our workshops and, and, and our themes and things of that nature. For me, it's above the chatter. Our words matter. Uh, or just call me 404-273-8334. We can mm -hmm. connect and talk about what you're looking for in your, uh, in your events, looking for a speaker, looking for a workshop, workshop leader. So until next time, Heather, it's great to talk with you as always. Uh, can I have a word with you? You too. See you, Bruce. Hey guys. Okay. Take care. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.